Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. Today, we have another brief word from your host and a reminder that exciting times are on the way. Today's podcast is entitled The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 3. Therefore, encourage one another and edify one another. Know those who labor among you and are over you in the master. First Thessalonians 5, 11 through 12. Podcast objectives are reveal why no one is being saved outside of a congregation of righteousness, reveal the importance of instruction in righteousness, and reveal the importance of correction. Now, our first section is entitled, No One is Being Saved. In the most recent podcast, we discuss a spiritual model of enlightenment, i.e. the fundamental degree of edification. We also analyze the importance of being in an assembly where you are being enlightened. In today's podcast, I have been led to dive a level deeper in this analysis. As such, we will discuss what the right assembly looks like, for we have been warned that we should know those who labor amongst us. Specifically, we have been called to know those who are over us. My dear friends, I ask you to hear me carefully. You must have spiritual discernment when it comes to those who are leading you. More than anyone or anything, leadership will determine if the assembly is indeed a congregation of righteousness. The following interest point reveals why. Consider it faithfully. Leadership sets the spiritual standard of the congregations. When that standard is perfection, the assembly will consistently trend towards righteousness, for it is impossible to pursue the standard of perfection if you're not consistently doing what you know is right. When this standard is anything other than perfection, the assembly will not trend towards righteousness for the simple fact that it is not required. And you cannot champion righteousness in an assembly where leadership had not made it the standard. And they themselves are examples of unrighteousness. 
along these lines, there are four primary characteristics of a congregation of righteousness. One, instruction. Two, correction. Three, support. And four, servant leadership. Today's podcast we dedicated to analyzing these four practices. I call upon you to receive this word of truth and prove to yourself whether the assembly you are in is following the scriptural precedence of enlightenment, because if they're not, no one is being set apart. No one is being saved. Now, our next section is entitled, For Instruction in Righteousness. Like the overarching models of edification, ministry, and all things spiritual, the degrees of enlightenment constitute an infinite cycle. If you've been following our podcast, I'm quite sure you already knew this. Well done. As you can see by the image to the left, enlightenment begins with instruction. This should not be too hard to understand. For as the primary requirement of enlightenment is knowledge, instruction serves as the vehicle of transmission. By definition, instruction is the process by which we come to know the boundaries of the Father's will. We are instructed in the way of righteousness via teaching and by the power of the set-apart spirit, we are equipped to walk this path. Instruction is not only the beginning of enlightenment, it is also the fundamental work of the ministry. Therefore, it is the first test you should employ in determining if you are in a congregation of righteousness. Specifically, you should ask if the ministry instructing you is in the way of righteousness. The only way you will know is if you are being led by the Spirit and daily in the Word, searching the Scriptures for more and more truth. You must believe me, being well-versed in the Scriptures is a must. If you're not, how will you know if the instruction you are receiving is in line with the word of truth? And if you cannot verify that it is in line, how will you know if you are in the Father's will? John 5, 39-40 reads, You search the scriptures because you think you possess everlasting life in them. And these are the ones that bear witness of me. But you do not desire to come to me in order to possess life. Acts 17, 10 through 11 reads, And the brothers immediately sent Shaul and Silas away by night to Baroah. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica, who received the word with great eagerness and search the scriptures daily if these words were so. These verses prove that men and women throughout the history 
of the religious circuit have held false confidence in their eternal future for the simple reason that they were scripturally ignorant. That is to say, they believe they have everlasting life because they want to believe it, not because they can prove it with the word of truth in their experiences. This is why they will not be able to tell if they are being instructed in righteousness. Receive this word of truth and live. 2 Timothy 3, 16-17 reads, All scripture is given by inspiration of Elohim and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of Elohim may be perfect, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, our next section is entitled, For Correction. These verses confirm that the word of truth has also been given for correction, i.e., the second phase in the process of enlightenment. It is needed for the simple fact that we're not always going to follow the instructions we've been given. One of the many things I have learned in my life is that grown-ups are nothing more than big kids. The same way children often struggle to follow instructions, adults have the same struggle, even though they are much older and should be much more mature. The key word here is should, i.e., even though adults should be more mature than young people, this is not always the case. In fact, it is often not the case. The following interest point reveals why. Spiritual maturity does not come with age. Rather, it comes by following the instruction of righteousness. When and if you should fail to follow these instructions, then you must receive correction and follow the path of restoration unto favor. Now, by definition, correction is the process by which we amend our lives to eliminate error, for error is the derivative of darkness. This elimination is imperative, for we cannot consistently receive instruction and walk in the way of holiness if we do not follow truth. And the fullness of truth is the eradication of all error. This definition proves that you do not have to commit sin to experience the scriptural precedence of correction. Quite the contrary, the only progressive model of correction assumes you have not sinned and you are proactively amending your walk such that you do not sin. Here lies a problem, namely because so many assemblies are spiritually regressive, correction is often applied to those situations where an individual has rejected 
the instruction in righteousness and already transgressed the Father's will. This is why the word of truth tells us the scriptures have also been given for the purpose of reproof and why chastisement and rebuke are unfortunate but needful components of the spiritual education process. It's because we are not all mature. Fortunately for us, our father understands this and he is without a doubt, the most patient and long suffering being of all time for no one else has such great power to destroy yet equally good or compassion to show love even to those who don't deserve it. For this cause, we should be forever grateful when we are chastised and rebuked for our failure to execute the Father's will. Trust me, chastisement is the best of a troubled world, and such is the world in which we live. Hebrews 12, 5-8 reads, my son, do not despise the discipline of Yahuwah, nor faint when you are reproved by him. For whom Yahuwah loves, he disciplines and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure discipline, Elohim is treating you as sons. For what son is there whom a father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all have become sharers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Now, here is the final word. If you don't want to be constantly corrected, be constant in following the instruction of righteousness. No doubt, it is not human nature to enjoy the aftermath of any of our failures, physical or spiritual. However, you must see these situations how the Father sees them. On this wise, he is not over-concerned about the fact that you are going to make mistakes. He is more concerned about why you made the mistakes you have made. See, there is a difference between an honest mistake and willful transgressions. The former will be pardoned, for an honest man or woman receives correction, and they proactively amend their ways to avoid trouble the next time around. The latter will not be pardoned, for they will not receive correction. Rather, they will rationalize their faults as is the modus operandi of all congregations of unrighteousness and their depraved leaders who are fatally legislating sin. Now, here is the assignment for today. As you have time, please go back and review all the podcasts I have posted thus far to aid you as you prepare for the quest ahead. As always, please reach out to me directly if you have any questions.
Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 3. And our next podcast is The Edification of the Invisible Body, Part 4. I'll post that on Wednesday. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the Spirit of Elohim, and I promise you, I will too. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.